Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Rachel. You're listening to the Web Women Podcast. What social media platform do you think should burn and die? Twitter, followed closely by Facebook. (laughs) Buckle up for an honest take on digital marketing from two Canadians in tech. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're talking about the changes happening in the Facebook landscape. And we know that it is January 14th, 2018, because Facebook changes happen a lot, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. (laughs) I, I always feel like there's some news looming on the horizon of Facebook changes. Or, or somebody complaining about, you know, hey, something doesn't work as great anymore. I mean, I remember when Facebook Lives were like had huge reach and then they just like dropped all of a sudden, in at least in my feed. I feel like every time that this happened, there's this collective outcry of Zuckerberg <laughs> that goes up from all the social media managers. Right. Well, and I guess, you know, but the good thing is, though, is if there wasn't a lot of changes, then we wouldn't need social media managers, right? Like, because then everybody would just become the expert. (laughs) This is this is true. But I think this one, um, it's such a huge shift um, about how, when and what we're posting on Facebook. Um, A lot of people are, you know, wondering where to go, what to do, what to do with their current strategy um, and where to. And I think that's like provoking a lot of fear and panic, especially in uh, small business owners or people who are owning online communities right now. Yeah. And just to give some context to our listeners as well, we're, we're directly talking about Mark Zuckerberg's post on January 11th. Um, and it was, you know, quite a few paragraphs long. It was a little bit lengthy. Uh, but the, the sort of summation was that, uh, they were doing a lot of, Facebook was doing uh, research into how people interacted with their feed and how satisfied they were with how their feed is presented. Um, and they and they said things like um, people feel better uh, when, they, when they interact with their family and friends on Facebook and they feel worse after interacting with uh, news stories or, uh, video clips from from certain brands and things like that. So so one quote was pulled right out of his post is uh, we're making a major change to how we build Facebook. I'm changing the goal I give to our product teams from focusing on helping you find relevant content to helping you have more meaningful social interactions. So what do you think of that, Holly? I I honestly don't think it's new. I mean, if we look at what Facebook was originally created for, it was supposed to be a way to connect with your friends and your family. Um, You know, for me, I live 3,000 kilometers away from mine. And so Facebook's a a way we connect on a daily basis, a weekly basis where, you know, we're showing off what we're doing. um, And if we didn't, I don't think they'd have any clue. Yeah. No, I know my, like my dad, for example, would never go on Facebook except to see how the grandkids are doing. And that's it really. And you know what? I'm okay with that. That I'm okay with having that in my feed. That's what makes my feed, um, you know, that's why I want to go and look at Facebook. That's what's in my feed and that's what I love. Um, So I I get how this is coming, but I think the downside of it is these, you know, small businesses that we love, um, you know, they may not be getting the same time of day in the feed. Yeah. And well, and it's funny that you say that you like to go see what other people are doing and how, and, and you like those personal interactions with your family. I I'm kind of the opposite. I I go onto Facebook because I like the, you know, the browsing through what's happening in the world or, 
um, you know, uh, funny cat memes or whatever, those <laughs> guys, like those comical things and, and news stories is, is actually what I go to Facebook for. Um, I don't want to see somebody else's Disney vacation because then I'm seething with jealousy. <laughs> well, well, that might be indicative of a bigger problem, but anyhow. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I think I think it was really interesting they were talking about um you know, less public content was going to be shown. Um, and that included video and video up until this point has really been, you know, the place that, you know, will get engagement on Facebook, whether it's like a live or whether it's like a recorded video, you knew that video go was probably going to do fairly well. And this change is going to say your video may not do as well. Right. And I mean, uh, statistically, the video would outperform by like 186%. Or something like that. That's just crazy. Means, yeah. If you were to post a video versus a regular text, um, as a business owner, as a as a as a page um, owner, um, yeah, your video would do that much better than anything else. Yeah, and and so that might not be a strategy that's going to work the same way that it used to. But I want to talk about things that are going to work because I think I don't want to dwell in the the negativity because I think there's a lot of negativity around it right now. I want to talk about what what can you do what can you do if you've got one of these pages uh these engaged communities how can you make sure they're still going to get your message and i think there's a several different ways you can do that okay cool i i want to hear some lay, okay. lay it on me so the thing about it is you got to have a content strategy right like you can't just be throwing stuff at the wall here on facebook anymore you've got to know that customer and you're going to know what kind of content they're going to engage with so I think that's, you know, I think a lot of smart businesses have already done that, but this is going to come even more important here in 2018. Well, and, and I mean, just to expand on that as well, I, I think it's, I think it's really going to boil down to more so being showing up online as a business owner or, or as a business, as a person and as a, or as a group of people, if that's your business as a team, than showing up um, as people because people engage with people. They don't engage with businesses. So I think, yes, having a content marketing strategy was always a goal, a good goal, even before the big changes. Uh, but I think now it's even more than uh, more important than ever to be really transparent about the people uh, and the, and the thoughts behind the business versus I don't know, just trying to get clever with how you word your new event coming up. You or, know? or you threw some clickbait down. You know, you you put down something and said, if you love the sea, press a, press a heart. If you loved the uh, beach house, press the, the sad face or whatever it is. And, and that's not going to work anymore either because that algorithm is taking that into account now. But in terms of like content strategy, if you were one of those people who's posting like 30 times a day, maybe 30 is a little bit of an exaggeration. If you're posting many multiple times per day, um, this is going to affect you because that was a great strategy to throw putting at the wall. But with this new see first in the newsfeed, only one of those posts is going to be seen. So even if you're somebody that they really want to engage in and it's really important, um, you're only going to get one of those posts at the top. So having smarter posts instead of having a multitude of posts is going to become more important too. 
Yeah, posting 30 times a day. I definitely know businesses that do that. Um, certainly in the news communicate uh, community, you know, it's called the spray and pray method. Yes. <laughs> where you just put dump as much as possible and hope that one hits. Um, um, yeah, so, so more thoughtfully put out posts, certainly, um, and communications with your audience. Um, instead of that, that soapbox mentality of, of Facebook or that, you know, I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to put out a dozen things and, and cross my fingers that one will work becoming more, not necessarily, cause I don't want to say the word strategic, um, but being more, being more real and, and thinking more of like, how would I want, you know, if, if, if I was showing up to me, how do I want to look? How, how am I appearing to other people or how would I want to interact with other people? Do I want to be yelling at them five times a day uh, with all these different articles or thoughts or whatever? Or do I just want to um, um, really create that community and, and engage with people um, one-on-one like real people? <laughs> Yeah. And I think one of the pieces that came out and I know one of the pieces that has sparked a lot of debate is um, they were saying that if you're using schedulers, that it was going to totally drop the reach of your posts. Um, And so if you're so I think there's there's a couple different things, but one is. Oh, sorry. Can I just pause you for a second? Because if you're using schedulers like that has always been statistically not effective in Facebook. Absolutely. That's not, that's just not 2018. Like that's been for, I don't know, as long as I can remember that I would, I would never make a post to Facebook with Hootsuite or Buffer or anything like that. Cause I I know it's not going to hit. And honestly, for the last year, I I know I've seen that happen with my clients and within my business as well. I, I, we stopped using those third-party schedulers as well, but I think there's some people still using them. And I really want to highlight that because it isn't an, it isn't effective. Um, and I think if you really want to take a hard look at that, um, go and take a look at your posts now, you know, see which ones are doing well and see which ones are, are not doing so well. If they're already not doing well, take that one out of your content strategy. It's not a good strategy anymore. Yeah, totally. And, and people who don't know how to do that, if you're on your uh, Facebook business page, it's the insights tab. And if you go into your insights and you can play around in there, uh, but don't be afraid to to dig around and and to sort of understand the data, especially if you're a small business owner and you're you're just doing this yourself. Um, that's that's really important for you to to become familiar with is the information because Facebook provides that information back to you for free, um, and and it's and it's valuable it's valuable insight into into how your how well how well your page is doing. And I know you and I are all about data-driven stuff. So this is something that we're always looking at, but this is especially important in light of this as well. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting that in his, um, in his uh, I don't know, posts that he put out was um, he didn't talk about paid advertising at all. And I thought that was sort of interesting, um, which means that uh, paid advertising is still going to roll along how it has been. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, Facebook makes a dump load of money in paid advertising. And I think I was talking to you, Holly, about this um, 
before, but uh, paid ads on on digital platforms have surpassed any other type type of advertising. So it's surpassed television, it's surpassed print, and more money is spent in digital advertising than in any other media. Um, and so, and the really big player in that obviously is Facebook as well as uh, Google would be another big player in that. Uh, so Facebook has a huge market share on digital ads and I don't necessarily think that they'll be making any changes to that um, except to ref refine and tweak that. I mean, we've seen they've added ads to videos, uh, you know, Facebook videos on, on brand pages, um, inserting them into the middle of a video, which I find incredibly annoying as yeah. a user. I'm not a fan either. No. Um, and, and so I think if anything, uh, when it comes to advertising on Facebook, it's, it's really just going to get more expensive and probably, um, a little bit harder to, to do unless, unless you have, unless you have a really, really great understanding of marketing. And I, well, the part about it that really gets me, especially for these, for other small businesses and local businesses is that because they aren't covered, um, I think that's a really good avenue. Like if you haven't added the pay to play sort of element to your content strategy, I think it's a good time to revisit that because with the changes to the algorithm and, and the changing environment here, adding some element of, you know, either retargeting or um, paid advertising might be a way to kind of stay uh, with the algorithm here with the changes to allow you to sort of weather them. Um, so if it's something that haven't considered yet, it's definitely something you should consider with your new strategy. And I think the other one that people really need to consider is going live. And I know there's a lot of fear around going live for some people. Um, but, you know, within within this little note too, Mark is talking about that um, Facebook lives really lead to discussion and they have six times more interaction. And even though we are seeing the change there, um, this might be something to add to your strategy too. And as you said, Rachel, right, it's very a personable way to do business for people to, you know, see your face or see your office as the case may be. Yeah, totally. Facebook lives. Um, yes, they're very interesting. I, I would disagree and say that they're good for discussion. I don't think they're great for discussions. Um, because you have to read like nobody can really talk to you. They have to type a comment. Um, but that, that could change too. It, it could be that maybe Facebook will get more into, um, group chats in the sense that people can pop in like also with their face and ask a question on video, uh, who knows? So that's our, that's what we've got for, uh, Facebook and it changing again. Again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll have more to say on that, um, at a later date, especially once some more, some more insights and data come out of it to see how it really has affected uh, uh, businesses and Facebook pages. Yeah, and uh, for sure we'll share any strategies that really work well for us and our clients and we'll be able to, to give some tips and pointers on how to manage this new changing landscape yet again. Love this episode of the Web Women Podcast? Head over to iTunes or Google Play to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Okay, so we're doing rapid fire. What social media What social media platform do you think should burn and die? Twitter. <laughs> 
Maybe we should both say Facebook and we should put it at the front of the episode. 